You're listening to Yes, Maybe, No with Andrew Streeter. Notably absent from the Feelings Dome is Deshaun Watson. Anyway. And Yeti Blanc. No, I've never said period panties on these airwaves. Is this show the best? Yes, Maybe, No! Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Maybe, No. I'm Yeti Blanc. I am Andrew Streeter. This week we're going to talk about therapy, and I, you know, I want it to be a, a, a good, light conversation, uh, something that's encouraging. But uh, it may go to a couple of places. So, so just to make sure we keep things light and fun, what's something that has brought you joy this week? I'm going to steal that from Jeremy. Was that a trigger warning in like the lightest way, like imaginable? What was that? Was that like? <laughs> I, I, it's mainly just a, a bad segue into something I wanted to bring up that I thought of a while ago that made me laugh. So you go first, then you well, go first. Okay, yeah. So this I'm stealing this from Jeremy Taché on uh, Miami Miked Up. Check out his new show, Miami Miked Up. He covers all things South Florida sports, and uh, he is destined for great things. He's doing great stuff now. This last year has been really cool for him. So go support him on Miami Miked Up. But he starts every show with some. Something that you're know, asking, you know, what's something that brought you joy this week? And um, I'm going to do that today. I'm not going to do it every week. I don't want to steal his bit too much, but uh, this is just something silly. But I was just thinking, take songs and replace the word love with rub. Have fun with that, everybody. Oh, geez. The purpose of a man is to rub a woman. <laughs> the purpose of a oh. woman is to rub, rub a man. <laughs> so come on, baby, let's start today. The game of rub. That's grief. Right. Yeah, because sometimes it turns into just a, a barbecue song. You know, I'll make rub to you, that kind of thing. Um, rub, rub me do. Rub me do. She rubs you, and you know that can't be bad. <laughs> You're addicted to rub. And I rub her. Um. And, oh, no, that's a lot of Beatles songs. <laughs> We're already going with a lot of Beatles songs. Yeah, so um, it's a lot of fun. The, the power of rub. The power of rub, right, and that can go both ways. You it's know? a curious thing. <laughs> Maybe I'm amazed at the way you rub me all the time. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, so have fun with that, folks. I hate that. That, that made great. me laugh quite a bit a few minutes ago. Uh, Andrew, what's something that's made you happy this week? Uh, <laughs> this is not <laughs> quite as uh, dubious as that. Um, no, I uh, one of my favorite bands, Thrice, put out a new record this week. It's called Horizons East. Horizons uh, forward slash east. Like all one word is how that is like stylized. And if you um, if you are into like if Radiohead had a baby with um uh like the deftones <laughs> that would be this record um it's really 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 good <laughs> really good and i like it so much and I, I love that's a great band and they've they've really evolved over the years um from their early you know fast uh, skate punk sound to they kind of did a little bit of like the post hardcore borderline screamo but still like you can take them seriously because lyrically they weren't singing about 14 year old girls and then they <laughs> really like took off um just every album has sounded like you know not like the previous one but they really established their sound but it's you know the same four members the entire time they've been around since uh, 1998 and um they've really evolved together uh musically and really what this record is very like it's very experimental rock good good vibes what's up wilco <laughs> he saw you wilco the uh netflix did the auto pause thing and messed up his ninjago it's the worst yeah i'm still watching ninjago netflix thank you <laughs> 
Why um, are you babysitting me? <laughs> but yeah, so thrice, huh? Indeed. Hor- Horizons East on Spotify and wherever else. Wherever you get your music casts. They're not a sponsor, but they could be if they wanted to. <laughs> this ad could be brought to you by you. With that, with the things that have made me happy this week, it doesn't mean that you know someone doesn't need to go to hell. <laughs> this has been another round of Who Needs to Go to Hell? Or yes, maybe no. Andrew, you know who needs to go to hell? Hmm. Instagram ads. Instagram ads, you need to go to hell. All right, like I understand that you're listening to me and that you try to cater your ads to the things I talk about. Sometimes it's to the things that I've played openly on my speaker um, if I didn't have my headphones in, you know, and, 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 and that's all good and well and, you know, in the, the, the world you're trying to create. But clearly you don't listen enough because there is no way I can afford a damn thing you try to advertise to me. You know, like, uh, yeah, I would love a brand new, you know, Jason Isbell edition of of the uh, Fender Telecaster, signature series uh, Fender Telecaster. I don't have the $2,600 for that. I would love to buy this brand new, like, mixer. I don't have the $700 for that. Go back to the days when I didn't have the money to spend $10 on this little uh, yellow Frisbee thing called the Beast that can, like, it's like a little hockey puck that you can throw like a Frisbee for, like, 8,000 yards. I can afford that now. I work for Greg Cody. I can pay $10 for the beast. Advertise me that. But don't advertise me the things that I would love to have, but they absolutely cannot. It's not working. You know, what's interesting is because I uh, totally agree with you, by the way. Most of the time, I am shown ads for, like, um, not things that I can particularly buy, but, like, I get, like, a lot of, like, up-and-coming musicians that are paying for ad space (laughs) that have no... Business whatsoever. I mean, look, I'm not going to tell people what to do with their lives, okay? But music's not these people's calling, Greg. Okay, <laughs> you've it's shared not, at least one of these with me in the past, and it was glorious. Yes, I'm telling you, I get these all the time, and it's like it pulls up. It's like oh, and then they happen during your stories too, and like in the middle of like my nice story, <laughs> I'll get like you know Tanner and his acoustic guitar playing like an Ed Sheeran cover or some crap. And it's not even his it's own Ed Sheeran. That's a fine. It's, it's not even his own music. I'm just like, what the hell's going, but what are people paying money for now these days? Right. For real. I, I, and yeah, it's so. funny because like the, uh, Instagram swears that they don't have an algorithm. Did you know about this? <laughs> no, no, I didn't know they're trying to there's, deny it. They, I was just, I just looked this up the, uh, on their blog on Instagram's blog. There's a post it's like dispelling the myth of quote the algorithm unquote <laughs> we're not tracking you and your things right oh gosh uh, parent parent oh, parent owner facebook it says so what is the algorithm one of the main misconceptions we want to clear up is the existence of quote the algorithm unquote Insta- instagram does not have one algorithm that oversees <laughs> what people do and don't see on the app we use a variety of algorithms. Yeah, yeah we have one for every individual that has our app. We've tailored that algorithm specifically to you. So we have over, we have billions of algorithms, you dumb dumb. 
So it's like they kind of clickbaited themselves for their to get hits on their blog posts. It's like we want to dispel the myth of the algorithm. There's not just one. Okay, we have billions of algorithms. We should try to <laughs> we should try to mess with the algorithm right now and see if like we can get it to cater to things that completely don't apply yeah. to to us. Like, uh, and and I, th- I thought this would be funny anyway. If if somehow you know we got sponsored, but it was only by like products that don't apply to us, like period panties. Um, <laughs> you were really, it's not the first time you've said that, I think, on these airwaves. No, I've never said period panties on these you airwaves. Said not, I mean, maybe not published, but I remember you saying something like that as a, like a, as a non sequitur and it really threw me. <laughs> I will never, I will never forget. <laughs> well, the, al- the algorithm certainly has not advertised period panties to me yet, but, but maybe it will. I, I will say to their credit, people do throw around the algorithm like they do herd immunity, you know, 99 percent of the people that say it one can't pronounce it properly they got that algorithm and uh aggregrhythm and uh and two they don't know what 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 it is but they they throw they, they read it on facebook so they aggregate uh, the aggregate been aggorithmed and and uh my dang on you know old lady well, aggorithm me last your night ding, your ding dong lady <laughs> what did you just say my dang on lady not my ding dong lady <laughs> well <laughs> it's time for another round of Who Needs to Go Now? <laughs> On Yes, Maybe No. <laughs> oh, so how about we how about we jump into our topic this week? We uh we were trying to plan out our next episode, and and I've had this on my list for a long time, and just never got around to it. But it it, it, it times out pretty well for me, considering we're, we're going to talk today about therapy. Um, and you know, since I initially had the idea of therapy, I have actually started going to therapy for the first time. The idea. So wait, you came up with the idea for therapy? Yes, I invented therapy, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since I came, <laughs> that's what you. <laughs> Check the tape. That's what you just said. <laughs> no, the idea to do ther- to use therapy as a topic. Ever I guess, since I came up with the idea of, th- just, you know, I invent. Look, I invented therapy. It's called replacing the word love with rub in songs. It's like you're not going to have a bad day after you do that. If you actually put in the work, you're not going to have a bad day. You might have um, a chafy day though, it, depending on how what your get down is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, um, Good lard. <laughs> All you need is lard. Lard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Whew. Um. Anyway, so um. Yeah. This year's been been a year, and um. I uh. I started going to most see years a, are years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how years work. That's how years. <laughs> well, I was asleep when I had the dream. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was I was uh, asleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you get started <laughs> on the episode now. So yeah, I, I I just I just thought you know like we'd 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 cover this topic a little bit. It's nothing that hasn't been covered, nothing that hasn't been talked about, but it's something I don't think we can talk about too much, especially considering that so many people out there don't know what's accessible to them, and that even a year ago I had no idea what was accessible to me because I'd never had these parts of my life challenged. So I, I've just, I've been going since 
May, May or June? I can't remember. I've I've had seven visits. That that's what we'll say. I've had I've had seven visits to to my therapist, and she's great. Um, and and I really really enjoy it. But that didn't mean it doesn't mean it 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 came without its um difficulties in the beginning. Andrew, what 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 about you? Um, whatever you're comfortable sharing. Sure. Well, um, I am definitely a uh, proponent of getting your dome checked, you know, whether that's a CAT scan, an MRI, or your feelings dome, which is what (laughs) I call my feelings dome. Yes, there you go. (laughs) Welcome to the feelings dome. That's we need imaging for that. Actually, (laughs) I want I want that to be a segment. That's a new segment where yeah, the feelings feelings dome. dome. (laughs) It's a safe dome full of love and support. Um, Full of rub and support. Full of rub. (laughs) Notably absent from the feelings dome is Deshaun Watson. Anyway. um, (laughs) Anyway. No. um, Yeah. Like you said, uh, the last 18 months, I can't believe it's been 18 months. It's been pretty rough. And it's forced me specifically. I can't speak for everybody, but I think we all can generally – in some regards, speak for each other. Um, anyway, I'm going to speak for myself on this podcast. It's probably the safer thing to do. It's the safer route. And uh, just let you know that, uh, yeah, it forced me to be a lot more introspective and uh, have to, you know, face, you know, some uh, some scary truths about myself as one is wont to do when you're knocked out of your routine and you're isolating as you're supposed to. And so I thought for a while, even before the pandemic, I mean, the pandemic is just an easy excuse. I've thought for a while that like, you know, it's probably a good thing to talk to some, to eventually talk to someone about some stuff. You know, we all have traumas. I've had some friends pass away. Um, I had a friend pass away, but my best friend passed away two years ago guy I played in a band with. Um, and I lost other friends while I was in high school and just a lot of like childhood stuff. I didn't really like, you know, have the proper tools to deal with since, you know, we were all pretty much raised by people who don't understand mental health as a thing. <laughs> and yeah. 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 Espe- yeah. Especially in our a- uh, era that we were raised yeah. and, or at least it's he- heavily stigmatized. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and so I, I really have to give a lot of credit to Catherine, my wife, who's been seeing a therapist for quite some time. Um, and she like, str- she strongly encouraged me for a long time before I actually went and, and did the thing. But, um, and it's been great. I've been going regularly now for, oh, geez, six months probably. And, you know, there's a lot of different resources out there for people. Even if you, th- it's amazing. Cause like, I think that like, even if you think that you don't have stuff just being alive is traumatic enough yeah. to like to want to like you know maybe talk to somebody who has a professional uh, perspective on uh, your dome space. You know, yeah, talking talking to someone who actually has gone to school and studied how the brain works and and looked at you know and, and has met with several different people at several different cases and um, can you know maybe has gotten a little bit perspective than we have in our limited tunnel vision of our own 
minds and in our own hubris of thinking we know how how ourselves how we ourselves operate and how the people around us operate and but i like what you said a minute ago that you know life is hard enough as it is and then but then you know that you have the outside factors of the things that people do to us that affect us on a daily basis the the the, the things that have affected them that they are now projecting onto the people around them the things that we project on other people and the realizations that we come that we come to that the the victories that we have the losses that we have that it 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 does so much to our our mental state that it's just good to be able to to talk to someone who might have an idea of what's going on up there um so uh, what what got me to, to start going was I, I just started feeling some things i've always been someone who i feel is pretty well adjusted emotionally um i've never had a problem uh showing my emotion, like, like being vulnerable and, and, and letting someone know if I, if I feel sad or if I feel down or I'm having a bad day, um, I have no problem crying. I, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm a pretty good at crying. Sure. Um, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like I have to hold all that in, in other words. But anyway, so this year, you know, I, my, my cousin passed away in February. We've talked about that, about that on the show, got in a bad car accident and just, it, it just devastated me. And I felt so angry and I've, I'm someone who's always felt that I've been able to deal with, with death fairly well. Get me to the funeral. Let's get through that. It's a good moment to process things. Like this is going to sound weird. I love a good funeral, man. Um, <laughs> It, I, I, for as far as the grieving and closure process, the funerals has been proven to be very quite vital to me. And like you know, I mean, I felt I went through my dad's passing really well. Um, I you know, I've had three grandparents pass away. I still have my one. Uh, my mom's mom is still alive, and and I feel I've I've handled those really well. Um, I mean, you know, they, yeah, I've been able to emote what I needed to emote, and then come out on the other side of it like just like just really satisfied and and thankful for the life that I had with them. You know. But, uh, but when my cousin passed away and maybe this had to do with just, it was so sudden he's, he was like another little brother to me. Um, and I wasn't able to go to the funeral because of COVID. Um, I, it, it just, it, it broke me a little bit and I found, I saw, I found myself feeling things I'd never felt before. I felt this darkness and I felt, I found it where I was having trouble, like doing things. Editing, editing the podcast was actually like the, one of the normal places or places I felt normal. Um, but like trying to send, there were, there were like messages I was going to send you and I couldn't press send. I couldn't even type them out. I couldn't bring myself to pick up my phone and type it out. There were emails I needed to send for work and I couldn't type them out. And as the next week or two went on, um, I found myself feeling like I couldn't talk. Like I couldn't express myself. I started to feel like something was actively trying to silence me. And, uh, that's when a coworker was like, you need to get help. Have you talked to your wife about this? And I was like, ah, crap. Yeah, I do have a problem because I, I tell Jane about everything. And so that night I went home and I told, I told Jane that I think I need to get help. I think I need to talk to somebody. And once I told Jane, it was like the clouds lifted. It was amazing. And it doesn't mean I haven't had bad times since then. I haven't felt kind of recurrences of that since then, but it got the ball rolling. And I think that's, that's a great place to start is open your mouth, start talking to somebody and then get yourself in the hands of a professional. Go ahead, Andrew. Um, with what? I don't know. I just said, Hey, here's the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Pass it on to me. I think so. Primarily what I try to get across to people that have asked me about it, which makes it sound like a ton of people do. They don't, um, only a handful of people have, and it's mostly my close friends, um, that have, um, and they want to know what it's like 
uh, the two that have asked me about it. And then you, so I guess three, but <laughs> they want to know what it's like, because I think that that's a natural thing to want to know for something you've never done before, which is, uh, baby, you know, baby. <laughs> no. And so something that I try to convey, is, I want to feel what Rob is. I want to, I try to, <sighs> Uh. <laughs> oh man how many dead fish can you throw in a row <laughs> is that the game that i missed that i missed the start of the game <laughs> you just threw you just threw me in the middle of the game and then i just got <laughs> sacked so thanks coach you just went all jacksonville state on my uh <laughs> my psyche not even the right jacksonville <laughs> not even the best known Jacksonville. Anyway, what I try to convey to people when they ask about therapy and slash me going to it is that it's like a very, you know, very just normal thing to do. It should be as normal as like a checkup with a doctor. But you know, it's funny. Like, I think, I don't think a lot of people do that. Healthcare, I understand in our country, healthcare is not free. And so, and mental health is something that is difficult to get covered by your insurance as well, which is BS. And I, um, that's probably an entirely other topic. No, but that, I, I will hit on something on that in a minute, but yeah, carry on. And so it's hard for people to prioritize that, right? Um, but they really should. <laughs> yeah. Even if, even if, you know, cause there's, there are resources for people if you can't afford, um, like regular mental health care on your, on your plan. It's not necessarily better help. I don't know what better help, not a sponsor could be better help. Yeah. I hear, I hear a lot of good things about them. There are several podcasts I listen to that where they are sponsors. All of my sessions have been telehealth, all of them. So all of mine have been through uh, video conferencing. Um, and I think that that's weirdly helped. Let's get into a little bit about what's really working for us. I, what, what's really working for me is that um, just like it's someone who doesn't know me. So it's, it's, I'm not repeating the same stories. She's an active listener and I can um, just go in and just unleash. And and I really like her approach so far. She, uh, she's done a really good job of just kind of reading me. Cause uh, uh, so like, uh, you know, when Stugatz is out on vacation and then he comes back to the Levitard show and it's just like this, this uh, fire hydrant of hot takes, you know, they just, that, that's been building up the whole time. That's kind of the way I was when we first started. She just opened the door. And so, so what's going on? And it was just me nonstop word vomit, just like he, just pouring out everything that I've been feeling. And she let me, she let it sit. Like she just let it go. She didn't try to interrupt and follow a specific procedure right out of the gate. Like this, the conversations we're having now, she told me are usually the, the conversations she holds in the first, you know, the, the first or second session, getting a little bit more detailed about like our family history, kind of the, you know, our relationships with our family and our past friends and things like that. But she's like, you, you came in and you were openly emoting things right, right out of the way. And so I felt that, that, that we needed to, that I need to lay off of the program for a little bit and just listen to you. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. And, and, uh, and so like, it, it's been really good. What, what about for you? What's something that's really working for you that you really enjoy? Um, I think that like mine just really kind of lets me, uh, control the whole conversation, you know, um, more or less she asks good questions and then I bring up things that I didn't even, you know, 
no, I was going to be thinking about it at the time. And then she lets me talk through it. And then I basically come up with an answer, which doesn't, which is interesting because it doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement for a, uh, <laughs> a professional <laughs> therapist, but it's the re, you know, you're not going to them for them to be like the tarot card, psychic, you know, magic show me, you know, Zoltar, tell me all your problems and I will <laughs> solve all of them. Right. And make you big. Um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the wrong way to, to think about it. And it's also wrong to think, Oh, well, like they can't, these, these people can't do anything that I can't do for myself. Um, they help you help yourself. They are an aid for you to be able to use your strengths. I feel like my my care has been very strength based, and she has enabled me to uh, be able to uh, to look inward for a lot of answers to things, uh, and to just basically to how to you know uh, calm myself out on my BS without her explicitly doing it, right? Which is a magic trick. It's a magic yeah, trick. It really is. What was difficult? Uh, uh, or what have you found difficult about, about therapy so far? It costs money. Yeah. That's, that's a big part of it. I mean, I don't know at this place, they could have gone through my insurance or I could just pay out of pocket. And for me, paying out of pocket was cheaper than what my insurance would have provided, Interesting. which is, which tells you again, anyway, um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And they had a sliding scale and these people actually asked me, like, what do you feel? They gave me a bunch of different rates. And they're like, what do you feel comfortable um, paying per session? And I was like, wow, wow you gave me a How about zero dollars? Yeah, no, I think that that's, <laughs> I think when you're talking about concerns that people have, aside from just the general fear that we have about opening up and talking about things that are scary, just the, the natural self-preservation, you know, whatever is inside of us that make us not want to talk about feelings. Because- Honestly, dude, at the end of every session, I am like, I'm exhausted. And it's, it's not even, and it's not even like that. I'm, you know, I'm like chilling out, but there's a lot of, uh, it is literal, you know, a brain workout. I'm not exhausted at all. Like I could, I wish that this, that, that we could just sit there and talk for like 24 hours straight. I could go, man. Like it, it's just, I get that charged up. Like I get excited to go. Um, but something that I found difficult, I almost needed therapy, just trying to find a therapist. It was really difficult in my area. Um, so I, uh, and this is something, you know, that, that, that people should look into as well. If you are employed, your employer might cover a certain amount of visits for you through their um, employee assistance program. Some employers can, some employers can't. A lot of employers have some form of EAP. My, my employer uh, through our employee assistance program offers 10 visits with a counselor, with a therapist. Um, they cover that, um, through their EAP insurance. And that's been great for me because it, it, it's, I didn't want to pay for therapy and end up with a bad therapist. And, uh, so trying to find someone who was accepting clients because all the, all the therapists in this area are taken for the most part, it was really difficult. And uh, finding something that actually took our works EAP. That was difficult. It took me a couple of months. And I remember joking, Flim uh, 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 and I have been, uh, you know, he, he, he knew that, that I was trying to get some help. And uh, so he'd check in on me every now and again. And, and like he, he laughed about me almost needing therapy, just trying to find a therapist. So um, that's been difficult, but I, but I will tell you, it's been worth it. And so like, if, if, if you're worried about the cost of things, if you're worried, if that's a, if that's a blocker for you, if you're thinking maybe I should go talk to somebody, if you're worried about, um, the difficulties of finding someone check with your employer first, like I said, they, they, they're, 
they might have an employee assistance program that might have a benefit to give you some free sessions and you can feel it out and find a therapist that might work for you so that when you do start paying, you know, you're, you're getting your money's worth. Um, and then check with your, your, your actual health insurance to see what they cover, but don't let those things be blockers. And if you don't have access through your work or through your insurance, it sure is a, a lot less expensive than having a breakdown or, or going some, you know, to, to an extreme and, and ending up in a really, really, really bad place. Cause every, every amount, even if I was paying out of pocket right now, it totally worth it. Um, I, uh, so you mentioned something a minute ago that we don't always go get a mental checkup. And I actually think there's an argument that should be made. I don't know if it's, you know, through insurance companies or, or, or through legislation or something, but like a lot of insurers will cover an annual physical at a hundred percent. Like you don't have to pay out of pocket for it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, to, to go and, and have them check out your heartbeat, your blood pressure, turn your head and cough uh, for those in that demo, um, you know, things like that. And, and you know, as, as you get closer to my age, they're going to they're going to make you do some other stuff, baby. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but but as far as I know, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there, but in my ex I've not had an, uh, an insurance company that offers a mental physical, so to speak. No, because they suck. And so does the system, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But an annual mental checkup, like an, an hour or two hours or three hours to go in and, and get yourself mentally evaluated. If nothing else, give yourself a once a year session just to just to like let it all out to emote to a stranger um, who is a professional at understanding these things that can give you some recommendations. Um, I think we could benefit so good from that or even twice a year, you know, if, if insurance companies really care about our health, which they but um, uh, they do not. <laughs> they uh, you know, a, a twice a year mental checkup, just something like like it could do so much good for people. Would everyone use it? No, but like more people, I think more people would use it than they do now. I agree, they would. But also, in addition to it being affordable and accessible to the everyman in a variety of ways, I think it's also just needs to be destigmatized. That's what I was trying to say before is that like, I try to make it seem like it's as like a normal thing as possible to do because it should be like for years. I was always, you know, under the assumption that only like people that have serious mental illness uh, or serious like depression or whatever go to therapy or there's something seriously wrong with, with but I got news for you, man. That you needed the I extreme. Think, <clears throat> right, right, right. I got news for you, man. Everybody has stuff. Everybody's got their stuff. Nobody, you know, that's like saying that like dental, the dentist isn't for you. Like you can have, you can have opinions about like not liking to go to the dentist or like feeling like you can brush your teeth on your own, but you need them to clean that stuff out of there because it's gross. It's super gross. And it feels so amazing when you've had a professional cleaning done. Oh my gosh. I feel like a million bucks. Um, yeah, no, I, I, growing up, yeah, I think I thought... Also costs like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think people who... I, I, when I was younger, I think there was the, the stigma that, like, yeah, if you're going to therapy, it's because you are near suicide. Um, and and that's that's problematic if we only think of things in those extremes because you don't need to wait till it gets to that extreme to go see somebody. Cause, and when it comes to that, you don't know how quickly that's going to, like approach you, you know, and, and, uh, and cause it's going to be different for everybody. Anyone who's had those kinds of thoughts and feelings, it's going to be different. And so like, do something about it. Well, like, like 
as soon as you start feeling off, just like, hey, Doc, I've just been, you know, I, I feel like I strained something in my shoulder playing baseball the other day. You're going to go see a doctor about that. Or if you, if you, you know, tear your ACL, you're going to go to the doctor right away. It's not a life-threatening injury, but you're going to go get it taken care of and at least get it diagnosed. And hopefully you've got the, what it takes to get it fixed. Zagaki. But uh, you need to do the same thing with your mental uh, well-being. It's That way it can remain well-being and not become, a, 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 you know, a mental, an ongoing mental problem to where you're, you're, to where you're mentally sick. And I think we all get somewhat mentally sick from time to time. But like, I think if with regular checkups, we could avoid the more ex- severe illness, so to speak. Um, I, I, uh, I ran into something the other day, Jason Isbell, one of my, he's one of my favorite musicians, but he's also an incredible Twitter follow. He is witty. He's hilarious. And he just owns people with the simplest logic. It's, it's so funny. Um, but he, uh, he was discussing, uh, demons, how, how people refer to their foibles as demons, the mistakes they make as de- their addictions and things like that as their demons or their, their mental issues, um, as demons. And he, uh, you know, he's been through, if you know his story, he's been through a hell of a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, so he knows about demons. So he knows about demons, dude. Um, but, uh, he knows he, a couple of them personally, <laughs> But he, he tweeted out, he says, you know, I don't like it when people call problems demons. He's like, no, it's not a demon. It's a part of you. It doesn't mean you can't change it, but don't blame the devil. And uh, someone responded to him. He said, there is no devil. He said, demons is great symbolism for the toxic th- thoughts we all must have uh, that we all have to learn to lay aside. And he says, if we lay them aside, it's easy to forget about them. I suggest we actually deal with them. Take ownership of your of your feelings. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, because that's something that like, as a dad and um, just as parents in general, that my, my wife and I really focus on uh, emotional intelligence with our kids because I feel like you need it to survive in this world. And um, you absolutely do. Um, And it's something that I don't feel like a lot of people get taught as children. I hope that that's happening now. Right. You know, that, that, that's a really good point. It's something that my wife and I haven't necessarily thought much about. And I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it, it, it's it's like a court vision brought to you by Visine on NBA the inside stuff yes. or on NBA inside stuff. Well, but like you know, teaching them court vision when, yeah. when it comes to to their emotions. Well, and it's just mostly the, in speaking to like what, what you were saying about Jason Isbell. It's 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 about them taking ownership of their feelings, right? Not blaming how you feel on external things. There are external factors, but like, you know, if you take ownership of like this, something happened and now I feel this way and you can explain why you feel that way. Um, that that's like half the battle right yeah. there yeah. is why something made you feel that way in the first place. And so that's something that we really try to drive home with our kids. So, and you know, and I, <laughs> it's funny how much they end up te- it's funny how much they end up teaching me more than I teach them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, but it's true. And, um, they, <laughs> I'm like, Oh geez, I might, am I projecting like all the crappy things in my childhood right now? As I, uh, try to, uh, <laughs> avoid them having similar bad feelings and, you know, experiences. I can't shelter them from all of the bad things. I can't do it, Greg. It's impossible. Right. As much as you I might want try to. to keep them in the, in, in the I feelings, can't. the feelings dome. I want to <laughs> en- ensconce my boys in the feelings dome. 
that they may never be hurt, but it's, I hurt their feelings. So like, what am I talking about? You know, (laughs) you're Um, just trapping them in there so you can be the one to hurt them so that they can resent me in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which may still happen, but regardless, I think that, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, taking part of taking ownership of how you feel is understanding why you feel the way that you do. And, and, and a counselor can really help you with that. Um, and mine certainly has. Yeah. I, I think it's easy for us to forget that no one is born with a perfect brain. And like, you know, we, we, we see these beautiful little children. They're born like, Oh, these perfect Chris, little babies. Chris, Chris Whittingham would beg to differ. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, the, 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 uh, like they, we see these brand new new babies and like oh they're perfect babies no they're not they're actually quite flawed and that's okay that's part of the design you know we i mean they're real dumb they're really dumb man i mean when was the last time you saw a baby say two plus two equals four man <laughs> i'll tell you what <laughs> let me tell you how, let me tell you how, my son turns two next week let me tell you how dumb he is he uh he keeps trying to walk right out of the house and like down the street <laughs> <laughs> and uh what's the game plan buddy you don't, <laughs> where are you going right they, they don't know anything you get a blank canvas as a child yeah but like like we are born with flawed brains i mean the very fact that you know we're designed to die one day we're going to die so like our bodies are born into corruption in one way or another and no one has a perfect body so typically and i'll use an extreme example if we're born without a limb that's not going to change over time same thing for our brains we aren't born with perfect brains and often those imperfections don't go away. And so let's, for anyone who hasn't been to therapy, let's set that expectation too. going to therapy. Isn't going to make the things that are difficult about you go away, but it can teach you how to live with them. Just like someone who has to have um, a kidney removed, that kidney's not coming back, but it doesn't mean you can't learn to function without, uh, with, with only the one kidney, your, your body can. And uh, same thing with our, our mental shortcomings. We all have them in one way or another. Um, and so therapy can help us learn how to live with those shortcomings, how to cope with them, and, and how to, as Jason said, deal with them, whether they're in the form of what society would consider a demon or is just something that you would like to improve about yourself. It, like, it's, it doesn't have to be extreme things. It can just be, I feel a little off today. Let me go talk to a therapist. And it's worth it. And so, like, I thought that was just really valuable advice from him that, you know, just the reminder that we we have to deal with our with the things that matter. It doesn't mean we can't change and learn how to work around them, but they're there and we can't just simply put them aside because one day they will come back and rear their ugly head. We can ignore them for a while. We can suppress them. But if we don't deal with them then and, and learn how to cope, then, you know, we could end up in some in some trouble someday and hurting ourselves or those around us. Um, so... <sighs> We're, we're, we're getting close to the end here. Oh, gosh. Not, oh, not- you mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. The end is near. <laughs> <laughs> we are... We are... Towards the end of this episode of the po- of the podcast known as Yes Maybe No, uh, with Yeti Blanc and Andrew Streeter, um, <laughs> available wherever you get your podcasts. Good reset, buddy. <laughs> And um, we can do that now. Now, now I'm just thinking of the good place when they'd reset Janet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. But uh, so, so let's go to a good place, not the good place right now, because um, th- then otherwise we'd be just kidding. Um, <laughs> Whoops. 
earlier we referenced our friend Jeremy and um, I can't remember if it's his current Twitter picture or not, but for a long time, it was a picture of him in a shirt that says therapy is cool. And it is. It's something that I think everyone can benefit from, even the most well-adjusted of us or those who feel that we're the most well-adjusted doesn't mean that we can't go ahead and just have someone to, like I said, do a mental checkup. Um, something I really encourage if you're considering it, maybe you've been to therapy and, and it didn't work out once, but maybe consider it again. If you're feeling some stuff, don't hesitate, don't hesitate to reach out. But I think a lot of it first, start talking to the people around you too. Um, cause like I said, that's what I needed to really get me through to, okay, yes. Wow. I need to talk to, to a professional because I'm having trouble talking to the most important person in my life, which is my wife about what I'm feeling. Cause something was trying to silence me. Don't let it silence you. Don't let yourself be diminished from the the beautiful and wonderful person that you can be. Um, there's a lot of help out there and, and do what you can to try and find it. Andrew, final thoughts. Everyone, the Feelings Dome is there for you. <laughs> for some of us, the Feelings Dome could be a phone call <laughs> for to a loved one. For, <laughs> for others, their Feelings Dome could be right in their personal vehicles, <laughs> listening to their favorite podcasts. For others... The Feelings Dome could be this podcast. Yes, maybe no. But wherever your Feelings Dome is, <laughs> just know it's okay to go there. And it's okay to be there. You only get one life and you only get one brain. So, like, you know, take care of it. And by doing that, you can help take care of others. All you need is rub, people. And until next time. <laughs> next time, just learn how to rub yourself. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, I think it's about that's about all the time we have for today. I really hope it, that 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 this maybe even helps just one person out there, and hopefully we didn't hurt anybody. Indeed, <laughs> with our assessments. Um, but no, th this is a topic that's that, that's really important to us, and hopefully it can become important to you if it's not already. Um, thank you so much for listening uh, <laughs> with us, and hopefully laughing with us. And make sure you tune into next week's episode when Greg Cody will join us for an episode about jingles and TV theme songs. As always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at YesMaybeNoPod. You can find me on Twitter at YetiBlanc underscore. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewStreeter underscore. We'd love it if you follow the show on your favorite platform. And if you can give us a five-star rating and a great review, that helps us as well. But even more, tell your friends about it. And uh, until next time, is, is therapy, therapy the, the best? best? Yes, maybe, maybe no. no. Is, is therapy, therapy the best? best? Yes, maybe, maybe no. no. Maybe not, or maybe, but you still should do it. It doesn't matter. Do it. For me, it is. Give it a try. All you need is rub. Listen to Yes, Maybe No. Subscribe, download, rate, review, or find podcasts or sold. Or, uh, download it. The power of rub is a curious <laughs> thing. Make one man weep, make another man sing. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh no how deep is your rub how deep is your rub i really need to learn the rub <laughs> rub me rub me say that you love me, me. <laughs> see isn't it great <laughs> bring me a higher rub <laughs> Bring me a high. Think about it. There must be higher rub. Oh, gosh. 
I rub you, you rub me. Oh, you had to go. You had to go. Child's entertainment there. Can anybody find me somebody to rub? Rub me tender. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> my love, my rub, my endless, endless rub. Friends, listen to endless rub in the dark. <laughs> no one can deny this rub I have inside. And I'll give it all to you. Can you feel the rub tonight? Tonight. No. I want to rub you and treat you right. I want to rub you every day and every night. <laughs> Oh no. Is this rub? Is this rub? Is this rub? Is this rub that I'm feeling? I want to know what rub is. I did that one. I threw that one out at you. Yeah, when I completely derailed what you were talking about. And that's how you know we're done. All right. Maybe. Until three in the morning when I send you a list of like 85 of things. Oh, that's exactly what's happening. Let me be your part-time rubber. Oh, jeez. It doesn't always work. <laughs> Good night, Greg. Good night, Andrew. Stop recording.